Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What's going on, guys? Welcome to a new Tuesday edition. We're in the heart. We're in the heart of best ball season. You're sweating your teams. You're sweating your highest owned players. You're sweating how much Joe Mixon you have when he scores six touchdowns or however many freaking touchdowns he had um, this week. So I thought we get this deep into the season. You guys hear me talk enough. I wanted to bring in another fellow best ball grinder. Maybe the people don't know just to the extent how uh, a serious of a best ball grinder he is. But one of the one of the one of the best ones out there, Matthew Wiley at Wiley 77 on Twitter. Is that That's what right. it is? Correct. Right. Uh, a man of a man of many hats, uh, Jose, a golf podcast, Golflandia, is grinding the NHL DFS streets, is grinding best ball, NFL DFS, everything all over the place. We haven't had a chance to actually do a show to we were supposed to and the offseason didn't work out. I'm excited to to kind of talk because I know you're you're also big in the the DK streets and the DK uh, for everyone that plays best ball knows is a very serious sweat every week to see to, to see w- when the updates are even going to come to your account and then what does that look like financially? Um, how has uh, the season been going for you? How are you feeling through nine weeks? You forgot rainmakers. Oh, rain! Yes, I knew. I I knew I was going to forget something. Rainmakers, yes, the rainmakers whale. Yes. Speaking of the biggest sweat. Like in terms of near stroking sweat, that's it. By the way, I don't know your plum background on your uh, the plum color background, but my I like I feel like really red. <laughs> I think it's just the background because I feel I feel that way too. This is a brand okay. new brand new background. We're experimenting with colors. We might be moving away from the old uh, yeah the old plum. I was gonna do a visine ad read for you just set up because I always put eye drops in. like. Having red eyes is, by, by the way, guys, is the stupidest looking thing you could do. So always carry Visine and lip balm, but I, I kind of need Visine for my face. Um, but yeah, my swe- sweating rainmakers is number one for sure. I actually was talking to Cal Spears today. You know Cal. Of course. Who is a fellow alumnus in the rainmaker. Uh, oh, I know. You know. And I think he's 12th in franchise score or 11th. And he's got three spots in the live final or something like that. And I just kind of begging him. I was like, please don't chase the franchise score and take my spot. <laughs> this is for my children. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he went and he leaned back and he's like, I'll think about it. Yeah, exactly. How, how competitive does he really feel right now is basically what he was thinking there yes. for a second. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'll take that meat from your children's mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, am I sweating best ball? I'm sweating the DK app, which never <laughs> updates. So I don't know. I can glean from underdog as to what may have happened this week. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we were talking beforehand. I, golf, whether it be the – and I said this with um, Neil Orfield on his showdown – podcast uh, you know whether it was live or the sort of animosity on the tour golf seemed to become a little dusty uh late and i was yeah, i'm always excited in july to then or june july to start drafting i'm an early yep. drafter i know you've talked about this on twitter as to what strategy is the best um i feel like there's some value early that people figure out in september so if you can get it like a st brown Yep. Penny, that didn't really work out for me because of injury, but um, 
I, w- I, I did about 162 lineups hand build and I've dodged, I, I've dodged a lot of the big injuries, which is number step one in best ball success, yep. quarterback position. Um, I, I'm very heavy certain players like Josh Allen, but to, to your point, I'm not probably I, where I went wrong there. And I'm just going to ad lib right now, but I didn't believe in Miami. I've, I faded Kansas city. Those are probably the two biggest mistakes I made. And very heavy Josh Allen, a very heavy McCole Hardiman, which which just kind of saved that's me. that's working nice, yeah, that's working nice. But um, you know, week to week, if Mixon has a fifty point week, I need Josh Allen to smash because I'm pretty. I never did the round one running back. I waited late. I got the Jamal Williamses. I got the Singletaries. But um, I need I need Allen to really smash and stretch a lead for me, especially coming into a bye week where people have Burrow. Um, I also didn't have I, I was a hundred percent Goddard, which twenty seven points last week. I was like, finally, I can yes. own tight end last week. But Hurts, I have virtually none of, and he is incredible. Um, I was really building from week fifteen to week seventeen. I was like, I'm going to get some through, but. Mm-hmm. These are the easiest games, in my opinion, with the best offenses. Cincinnati, Buffalo. I'm playing for the million. Yep. Stack it, hope for it, get a number of teams through, and then let's see if we can hit. So, my name's that's Matt. that's you. You really heavily focused on those playoff weeks, which is which is fun fun for me to hear. Right. But the, the I think the most interesting thing is you you would hear a lot of people, probably myself included over the course of the summer saying we can't draft Josh Allen in the third round, Josh Allen in the second round on DraftKings. Sometimes, you know, people would say, you can't, you can't do that. Right. That's that. Give me Kyler's. I have a ton of Kyler, which isn't working very well. It could be worse, I guess, but it's definitely not working out great. Kyler Lamar, you know, people will still cape for the elite quarterback, but they're like, well, you can't, but you can't take Josh Allen. That's crazy. In the third round, you kind of went the opposite direction and just said, forget it. At the, right. at the end of the day, all that shit, none of that matters. None of it matters. Josh Allen is a superstar. If I can get a Josh Allen team yep. into week 17, who cares? Is that kind of what you were thinking? That was, I was thinking he's the best running back on their team. Um, yeah. I think he's, I think he's so physical and so strong minus this week with his elbow concern. I thought he was a little injury proof and uh, Buffalo's just dynamic. I mean, they're just, you know, they're just, there's so much energy with the bills. Now it didn't mean I took, I took garbage as QB two. I mean, sometimes I would take burrow or sometimes I would take Stafford has not worked out at all. I thought it was value. I didn't take Rogers or Brady. I thought dusty the Rams dude, the Rams. We'll have to talk a little bit about the Rams. Cause I am, um, were you taking, uh, uh, not to, to butt in, but were you taking a lot of Rams then, like Cup? You know, was Cup your yes. one hundred one or something like that? One one Cup all the time, which is still okay because I didn't yeah. do Taylor's. I didn't do some people were drafting Najee Harris really early. I avoided <laughs> all of that noise. Right, uh, Chase. I took a lot. That injury's hurting me, um, at least for the last couple of weeks. Jefferson Van Jefferson. I took a lot of. Uh, <laughs> But Mac Jones, I took a lot of, which was uh, New England. I was very heavy on. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was because you could get Digs in the second round, right? So yep. every every draft, I would just stack Digs, Allen, Digs, Allen, and get Higgins. Um, wait for tight ends. Wait, wait for tight end. Wait for Goddard, tight end one, and then get some value running backs. And that was almost seventy five percent of my drafts because at least I had. At least, because I'm I'm a I'm so jaded by the Bengals. Even though I drafted a lot of Cincinnati, I'm like they'll they'll fuck me over. Uh, <laughs> yes. I thought Tyreek Hill leaving Kansas City was like oh they're going to be terrible, terrible er. Um, <laughs> and so I was just confident that I had a quarterback that could crush every week. Not just not just hit, hit twenty points, but forty five. Yeah. Because a twenty five point gap now on a week to week. I mean you're you're really stretching your lead out i mean if you're 12th at this point in your pool uh yeah probably out it's over yeah you you don't we only got a few more weeks to to make up ground and yes there's bye weeks 
and all of that. Like if you're, if you have, uh, I talked about this. It was more so through the lens of of CMC, but he's in it. He's he's a good example. Uh, yeah. Mixon, I guess. Mixon, I guess. After this week is a good example of okay. That's you. You have a team who you have. You took Joe Mixon, whatever, in the late first, early second, whatever. You took Najee and Joe Mixon. Maybe Najee is a bad example. You took Devonte. There we go. You took right. Devonte Adams you and Joe Mixon. Pits, right. Yeah. Exactly. Devonte has been fine. He's had a couple of good games, but generally speaking, you would have rather had Diggs. You would have rather had Kelsey. You would have rather had Eckler. Right, you he wasn't perfect, no, and and Mixon has been horrendous, <laughs> yeah, like a stone cold bust. All of a sudden, this week, if you just so happen to have a team that hung in there, right, just just hang in there to find this Joe Mixon week and this Devontae Adams week where they're the highest scorers on the whole slate. And the next sure. thing you know, you're heading you're heading into week ten, yep. and you went from back one twenty five to back. 40 or something, you know, um, and 30 for you, right. Net net 30 points. And, and the thing is like why I dodged the pits and the Harris's I was wrong on mixing it and Eckler, but every time someone argued that they were higher value or that you should take pits one, your first tight end, even in the first round, I'm like, well, who's throwing it to them? I mean, that (laughs) it was a very simple calculus for me. I thought there were four offenses. I really wanted to draft heavily that I felt safe with. I mean, yeah, I like, yeah, Deontay Johnson's fine, but who's throwing <laughs> it to him? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm um, so anyway, in terms of at least up until last week, I was 56 of 162 moving on, which what, wow. what do we want? One sixth, one yeah. of the very six. So I think it'll, well, this is Cincinnati's bye week. So this is the week to make hay. And who does Buffalo play this week at home? Um, crap. I know this. I was just looking at it earlier today, and I'm totally not blanking. A terrible team, but it's... it's hold on, I, this is going to bother me if I don't look it up. The thing, this isn't live. We can just edit this, right? Yeah. It, uh, oh, it is live. It's okay. Minnesota, Minnesota. So that's kind of interesting, actually. Minnesota's like okay on offense, but they obviously have Justin Jefferson. So like, kind of some highly yeah. drafted, yes. some hi- highly drafted play. You know, that, that's kind of it's the make or break game, right? If Jefferson blows up. And Allen and Diggs and Gabe Davis, whatever, whoever blow up, like those teams could take kind of a commanding lead here down the stretch. Yeah, I'm fine with a run back like in Jefferson pushing, uh, you know, Allen to score 50. Yes. Unless the Vikings are a mirage, which they might be. Um, I mean, so I think from catastrophic quarterback injuries like a Trey Lance, you know, because people love Trey Lance. Yeah, uh, Coffin. Hmm. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Did you were you Trey Lance guy? sitting on Trey Lance? I have. Uh, luckily for me, mm-hmm. I'm not so arrogant as to riding Trey Lance all the way up past Hertz and uh, you know and past Kyler and everything like that. So I didn't get actually as much. Like I have more Kyler, definitely more Kyler right. um, than I do Trey Lance. But I have. Uh, it's like 18 percent across both sites when you combine it. Trey Lance for me, sure. Um, Herbert, Herbert, I didn't draft a lot of, not mm-hmm. as um, I don't know if he may not be that as good as we thought. I avoided Jacksonville. Thank God. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that from that standpoint, avoiding the cat- catastrophe, uh, drafting powerful offenses, um, having some superstar wide receivers and, 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 and my, I guess my strategy was like I think the there's there's only probably six maybe seven e- superstar elite wide receivers in the NFL the guys that are gonna we can name them Chase yep. Adams Diggs Cup Jefferson uh, Jefferson Hill Tyreek yep and then because they create so much separation from the rest of their peers that I th- I had to have one round one. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. um, the other thing was too, and I mentioned this on, um, I mentioned this with Neil, and I'm, it's, so it's out in the open now. But here, here it goes. <laughs> I, and I'm going to pay for this next year, but it doesn't matter because I'm going to, I'll have the millions this year. <laughs> I I played a, I guess you call it defensive strategy, maybe offensive strategy, that I would break up people's stacks, and I know that's so 
so taboo in basketball because you got to be bros. But I'm like, fuck it. I've got to, I've got to get advanced at least 12. So if someone was building a uh, Bengal stack, and even if I had Buffalo, I'm like, I'm going to take Burrow. I'm just going to take <laughs> him. Now, it's full retaliation the rest of the draft, but <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you got to get dirty like that in a million man contest for five bucks. So here's a question. Did you, uh, that's actually kind of interesting to me through the lens of what you've kind of already said. Right. Being heavy Josh Allen, being heavy the elite offenses, and being really hyper focused on, uh, let's just use the Bills. You're just hyper focused in on smashing Bills stacks. Yep. And honestly, Bengals stacks. Yep. And who's, so, who's game 17, Monday Night Football, the last one, the million dollar game? Exactly. Cincinnati. So it's interesting, be- also because you can, if you go heavy Josh Allen, or like um, one of my other co hosts, Rob Coakley, was, did the kind of the same thing as you, but with Mahomes. His, his take was the Chiefs are not going to be worse without okay. Tyreek, and, and they're all undervalued, which is kind of. Kind of coming true, mostly through McCall Hardman, <laughs> which I'm not sure everybody foresaw, but it's coming true. And then, but having that strategy can kind of allow you to do that. Uh, this is funny. You're one of those guys. Uh, the, the people, thirty-seven percent. The people, yeah. That it's been a good run for the uh, for for McCall Hardman, but because you take a stand on Josh Allen, Mahomes, whatever the elite offense that's expensive. When you get into the later rounds. Pulling that doesn't really change your team, right? So, like, if you didn't have a quarterback by that point and you didn't have Chase and you didn't have Burrow and, you know, you don't get Tyler Boyd, whatever, it can hurt your own team by doing that. But if you already have Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and Burrow's there for you in the seventh round, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. You know, you're playing defense, but you're also still kind of playing offense through that lens. Now, if you're doing it in every draft where uh, if you're doing it in every, in every draft where you don't have a quarterback and you're just picking other people's stuff off, you're probably going to build a bad portfolio, but you wouldn't have it be advancing 60 out of 150 or whatever. No, if, if you're building round, bad teams, when those late rounds when people didn't have a quarterback yet, I knew they're going to draft Brady or Rogers or Stafford. I was taking solid wide receiver ones like Jacoby Myers, all every draft. I, was, I thought Hardman could be wide receiver one has taken him. I thought there was a lot of really good wide receivers down there. I mean, mm-hmm. even Godwin, who was injured, kept dropping and dropping. Yep. I mean, Ramon Ross St. Brown, he was getting – were we getting fifth round with him? At least, yeah. Definitely on, dra- on DraftKings, uh, some of these guys, it was crazy. I mean, Godwin was plummeting. I remember this is also kind of not totally – it worked and it didn't, but Hollywood, Marquise Brown – was my highest owned wide receiver on on DraftKings, and it was because the same thing that, like happened with Amon Ra and Godwin. It was like he got kind of dinged up, and people were just out on the Cardinals after the Hopkins thing. Yep. And he just kept falling and falling and falling, and I'm just like, I don't know, I don't know how to not take this guy. Like I get to Week 17 with Marquise Brown against the Falcons, like that sounds pretty good to me, and he's going in the seventh sometimes. Ooh, that's a good. That's you know what I. I really stacked a lot of Buffalo Cincinnati because I know that I think that game's going to be like a 50 to 40, right? Mm-hmm. It's just going to be explosive. But like Atlanta, you could have projected are going to be very terrible. Yep. So, so play against the bad, bad offense is week 17. Now it's unfortunate. Is Marquise out for the season or no? It, they at least a month, whatever that, it, that Cliff hasn't really given us much. And it's, it's going to be a month this right. week, I believe. So, uh, I'm hoping that we'll know some more soon, but uh, I, I like to use the bullshit reason that everybody says like, like, Oh, you went really heavy on Najee. Like, Oh, but now I'm just going to get him low owned in the playoffs. That's that's what we'll use that bullshit excuse, which is right. uh, something we tell ourselves to make ourselves feel better about the guys who sucked that, that we picked. But I wanted to um, double back really, really quick and pick your brain about yep. the elite, the elite offense stuff. Yep. 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 So like now being through nine weeks, you took big stands on who you thought were the elite offenses, but like something you mentioned was, um, you know, like we, we were pretty sure Atlanta wasn't going to be an elite offense, but you also didn't go heavy on, say, the Dolphins. Sure. Do you have anything that you feel like using the Dolphins as an example where you were like, I don't think this is going to be an elite offense, but there's with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle and a new coach, there's paths to it. So you'd be more open to them next year. Or do you think like, how do you assess something like that now looking back after, you know, having two months in the bag? 
I think it'll be extraordinarily popular, extraordinarily popular next year. Um, I regret mm-hmm. not doing it this year. I I think that um, my three were my three big ones were, and not necessarily Stafford from a quarterback standpoint, but Rams, Bengals, Bills, and then pieces of the Chiefs. Um, you said Patriots, right? Patriots as a, as a second stack because you could build almost the entire offense late, mm-hmm. and I genuinely believe that Mac Jones would have was going to be better. Um, but but in that in that build, I was drafting a ton of Ramondre Stevenson, who counts That's as RB one right now. Yep, a hundred percent. You have you feel so good about, especially as Josh Jacobs has kind of gone back into a shell. Yeah. Having Ramondre, like you said, smashing elite offenses like the Bills, superstar wide receivers, you know, whether it was from Goddard on up at tight end. Like honestly, even if you have like Kittle right now, you're not that mad. He's had a couple of good enough, good enough games. And oh, there's so many fucking late round running backs that have been awesome, man. Like I feel like people are like victory lapping Eckler and stuff. And like, look, if I have Eckler on my team, I'll, of course. Well, you feel you feel great. But I think from a macro perspective, like if we knew if we knew two months ago, two and a half months ago, what we know now about yeah. Ramondre and Jacobs and Jamal Williams and all these guys, nobody would take those running backs. Like, wouldn't Here you rather have course. Travis Kelsey or you know or Stefan Diggs and Ramondre? I would. Yes, that's what that was my theory. I was I just had to gamble. What I I just went on sort of instinct and of what. What run, running backs burned me last year, week to week in NFL Classic? Um, and okay. then I also watched Hard Knocks and fell in love with Jamal Williams and really the entire <laughs> Detroit offense. But yes. my top, my tops, my over 25% running backs, these are all my top six, were Rashad Penny, and that, that, that was a killer. Singletary, Stevenson, Jarek McKinnon, Williams, Jacobs, and that's it. Javante Williams, we were that was our guy. Yep, I still feel I'm not a penny. So to your point, what Ken Walker, what Penny did before he got hurt, and he then Barry Sanders, he was great. I mean, he's he's a really good running back. So is Ken Walker. Absolutely. But we're seeing we're seeing what why both of those guys were good picks. What I have a lot more Penny than Walker too. I kind of took that yeah. stand, whatever, right or wrong. I don't really care. But it was this is a really good running back. They're going to run the ball. They're going to have success running the ball. Yep. And God forbid the offense is a little better than we than we expect. This right. dude is an absolute smash, an RB one in the eleventh round or whatever. It was crazy. So I don't feel bad about him. I don't feel bad about Javante either, particularly no. because the thesis to you can't draft Javante Williams where he was going was because Melvin Gordon is still good and is going to take all the work, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, but he catches was, passes. Yeah. But the Melvin Gordon thesis was bullshit. Melvin Gordon is getting cucked by Latavius Murray and they yeah. traded for Chase Edmonds. So yeah. Melvin was actually not the threat. Javante had taken over and then yes. he just, he just got hurt. So even if yeah. you get a running back with a competent quarterback and we all, I mean, the people who drafted Russell Wilson, <laughs> MVP, but even if you get a competent quarterback throwing to Javante Williams he goes six for 50 there's your 11 points right mm-hmm. Touchdown, and then you're you got a 17 point running back with a mediocre game and he caught he didn't when they played Seattle yeah. 10 catches 11 catches yeah something absurd. like that absolutely absurd so it, was Penny, it, was, it was Penny and Javante and we're just you and me are just like <laughs> yes I remember those are the good days those yeah. those are the good days I'm going to I'm going to pull up uh some of my exposure and sure. uh I want to I want to walk through kind of some of these like most so we'll just look at Best Ball Mania 3 because that's kind of the tournament everybody gets really excited for. We can pivot over to uh DraftKings if uh if we want to. I'm going to go to exposure though really quickly. So you can see the, the just the top owned players for me and frankly oh, how, Davis. how yes how, and frankly and how hit and miss this is. Right? But so uh, many fights in the off in the summer with Gabe Davis. I oh God, Gabe Davis was a play. I'm so, I'm so I'm so happy to not have to argue about Gabe Davis uh, anymore. It's like everybody finally now, after we're seeing 
what everyone said he was going to be. Why do I have 40% Gabe Davis? Because of what we're seeing. He has the three for three catches for 200 yards and two touchdowns. Or, you know, it's not very good. But if I get to week 17 and he does the three three catches for 200 yards and two touchdowns game, I win. That's why I drafted him. Why is, is MVS on from, here? By the way? Is this pulling from DraftKings or from uh, Underdog? This is this is this is from where this is from Underdog. We're we're pulling from Underdog on 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 Spike Week. We'll get you set up, and you can uh, pull in your you can you can pull in your teams afterwards. It's really quick. Yep. Shameless shameless plug for that. Twenty five dollars a month. Spike Week. <laughs> Spike Week Premium Browser Extension. It's actually really quick and easy. You sign up. You download the browser extension from the the Chrome Store. Log in and it'll start pulling in all of your underdog um, DraftKings drafters teams. You got to click a couple buttons. That's it, and then you can start to kind of slice and dice all of this stuff here. And so that's what we'll walk, Eric, we'll walk Eric, through. Does it work on iPhone? And the, so you cannot do like you have to do the you know kickoff of everything through um, desktop or you know uh, non-mobile. That's just kind of how it works with the browser extension. You can you view question to sell this more and i blew it <laughs> i i know it was uh Sorry. trust me that's something i'm trying to figure out a workaround obviously everybody just wants to do all their shit on their phone and this is just like yeah. one of those things we can't yeah. do on the phone but we're, we're trying we're gonna try to we're gonna try to figure some figure some stuff out but i wanted to kind of look at some of so like i'm gonna pull up joe mixon just to like kick off a a kind of conversation so like i can go look really quickly at my joe mixon teams right and like what they look like so you can see here <laughs> I drafted Josh three. That's legendary. I, I drafted three Joe Mixon teams, right? Dude, and so it's like, wow. And what is? And Palmer should have been a smash last week. Gabe Davis is on all the Mixon teams. So you see, I was, I was, do, I was using your, uh, your Bills Bengals stack. Even yeah. when I got, when I got Mixon, we're just going to pair him with, with, with Gabe Davis. Miles Sanders has been fine. Javon Waddle's been fine. Elijah Moore. Oh my God. Uh, I, I don't have any hope no anymore for, 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 no for, 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 for. Yeah. No they are they are they are so horrible but are there are there guys like mixon that you drafted that you not, i'm not saying that you drafted mixon but just looking at him as an example where i'm like okay it hasn't worked out great so far mm-hmm. gabe davis let, let's just gabe davis it's been fine couple good games a few good weeks but you're feeling like as long as I, if i have that dude on a team i still feel That's- good Yes. And he may not be smashing, right? Yeah. Like the Mixon, I think, was actually one of those where if you were heavy Mixon, you were like, look, it hasn't been working. The fantasy points haven't been working, but this dude's getting the ball 25 times a week every Gabe single Davis week. Have, Gabe Davis have a three-touchdown week and just stretch something out for us. That's the difference. It's like yep. Mixon did it last week. Yep. Um, you know, so But he's not injured, and he's not a bust. Yeah, as long uh, as he's I not did, injured. You draft yeah. a lot of uh, Crowder. Which bust hurt? Yeah, uh, McKenzie. I have a lot of McKenzie actually, and like the worst one, you... the worst ever is Cam Akers. I mean, he oh, seemed yeah. the worst. Yeah, I took a lot of Cam Akers. Let me see. Uh, I want to do the mix in so I can. We can literally see the teams here if you go over to the to our line to our lineups page. Is there a got is Goddard on here? Let's see. Yeah. yeah. So here's a let's see what place this team is in. It's in okay. No. So here's a here's a good example. Unfortunately, this one has Javante, but kind of an interesting example of a. Uh, let me zoom in a little bit so we can see it better. Of a team where you're like, well, you took Mixon in the first, you took Mixon in the first round, and then I actually took Javante on the wrap, and you're like, this, there's no way that this team is any good. But then you you fast forward really quick, and it's like, well, Mixon has a big game, and all of a sudden this. This team is 24 points out of advancing. It's 24 right. points, but it's in, it's in fifth and it has Janus, Marcus Mariota, and Mac, and Mac Jones. Certainly not <laughs> quarterbacks you would think, but Mixon gets the big week. It has Ramondre, it has Gabe, it has Waddle, it has, you mentioned Goddard is on this team. Ayuk has come on, Boyd has come on, Palmer, right? So it's other than Javante, it's healthy. Right. It's got good, t- it's got pretty good tight ends once Njoku comes back. And it's like, right. You know, these are I I, lo- I love thinking about the game at this point in the season through this lens, where it's like, yeah, that team. You know, you because when you when you go to your app, right, it's always the highest scoring teams at the top, and you like start clicking through them. But some of the most interesting ones 
are the ones that like, oh, you took Mixon and he had a shitty year, but that team's live. But that team's like actually really live now. I'm not saying this one is, but right. those are like the the fun thought experiments. Right. And when and when you go as heavy into plays that I do, which is really the boom or bust strategy, I mean, you just know. I just know when Diggs has you know nine, one twenty, and two, it's going to be a great week for me across the board. I'm not saying to do that, but um, yeah. What's your what's your? Uh, do you still feel the same way um, now? I know that you've kind of had success in in best ball the last couple of of years, going super heavy on on players do you has anything changed at all um again through these first nine weeks to to your thoughts on that no i think i think you know you want to be to be unique in a best ball draft you've got to 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 sort of stretch and reach sometimes and then also do the okay i'm taking josh allen second round um i'm not waiting on a quarterback okay so then you think okay how many people did this build um Mm mm-hmm uh, the the other thing is too that even though a hill will smash or, or even a mixin, I know that there's so much injury around really big time players that people are drafting and or like look at Allen and Williams, my God, look at Herbert, look at um, look at the entire Pittsburgh offense, look at Jonathan <laughs> Taylor people. I mean that was the cool yeah. of their lineup. I'm like okay, even if I have a Josh Allen Jets sort of bad week for him, even though he had two rushing touchdowns. I know that it's not going to be all too bad because I still have my core intact. Right. Now you can't predict that stuff. That's the thing. It's just like that's all luck. It's just luck. And you and th- so the the person I agree with everything you're saying. The person to that would counter that would say, Okay, well, what happens when you know two of your five core pieces go down? And you would and you would say you just move on, right? Like you right. you hope you hope you hope I find one needle in a haystack amongst the non-injured teams, and you know we move on to twenty twenty three. Like it's, it's one that's play last year was James Robinson, Ramondre last year, and uh, Mark Andrews. I remember okay. talking to you about James Robinson. This is probably where this this show actually ended up coming from was because we were talking a lot of best ball. And I, yep. I knew I, I knew that you were all James Robinson, and I was like, "You'd fucking slap dick, like the James Robinson. <laughs> like, what are we doing? What are we doing with James Robinson? You were right, but then he but then he gets he got you know he gets he gets tears his Achilles uh, late late in the year. I but, had it right. Um, I had fifty five of one several go through, and then COVID. Everyone, every human on my team. I for man, I forgot about I forgot about that. that. Mark Andrews, all of them. Who who were your guys last year? Andrews, Andrews, um, Andrews, Robinson, and what was the third one I just mentioned? Um, but those were the big stands I took, and Andrews was you know everything. I mean, he was my he was my Goddard this year. Yeah, Andrews was pretty. highly drafted he's expensive in terms of being early round this year i just could take it but i love that i didn't take i didn't really take andrews this year and i'll be honest with you that was a i'll pull up the andrews because he, he here's an here's an interesting guy to discuss yep. too andrews because if we would have done this show two weeks ago yep everybody was like you idiots you yep. idiots didn't draft mark and right i didn't you see yep. i have three mark andrews teams in all of best in all best ball mania three one's advancing Yep. One's in fourth, one's in fifth, because he's been good. But I, I, I took I took a stand against him, and now you see the swings, right? I actually have a lot more Isaiah Likely. Yeah. The, uh, the Likely teams are going up. The Goddard teams are going up. Even Kittle right. had some good games. When I get a Goddard 27 points last week with Andrews Hurt, I'm like, killer. it's a fucking killer, because I am I am even more owned in Goddard than I am in Allen. It was, an, it was obscene what I did with with that so talk talk about goddard because um this is this is i'm I'm asking you to bring it up because this is total confirmation bias because i was very in on on goddard now they it all started and i didn't want to get anchored and maybe that was even still wrong before they trade like before the draft right so you know i'm a sicko spike week is a a year-round best ball venture so we're doing drafts pre-nfl draft drafts right we're doing content year-round and they have Goddard without Ertz, 
and Devonta Smith. And Goddard was basically the number one target share tight end in the entire league over Kelsey, over oh, Andrews, down the, the game. down the stretch. He the, the only way they could move the ball against the Bucks in the playoffs was Hurts throwing prayers to, to Goddard. Like, oh, please, right. please bail me out. So I was Goddard was my tight end four or something like that. Coming into the year, they trade for AJ Brown. I bump him down a couple spots, but still way over consensus, like way over what the ADP was and everything in terms of where I had him ranked. He's I, he was just the slam dunk of almost assuredly good offense, great football player, great yeah. like real life football player. And yes, they have AJ Brown, but like still not that much target competition. Two wide receivers. That's it. For a tight end, we were getting the eighth round. Oh, that's the yeah, thing. yeah. He went after Dalton Schultz. Absolutely, he went, you could have two elite quarterbacks. You could have a set of elite wide receivers. You could get your RB one, or maybe not at that point, and then have what I thought was tight end one in the league. Because well, so, I thought he was going to be a, a little dusty, but to go fall back, fall back a little bit. Goddard, Goddard was was the. The Mark Andrews of this year to you, though, basically is is what you're saying, and and we we might, I mean, uh, uh, imagine something happens to like AJ Brown down the stretch, he will be, he well, he will and, be. He, and what I learned is in the what the three man best ball drafts, tight end uh, one one pick was always Kelsey. You get one tight end played, and you, there's only a couple of elite ones. You need that separation. You've got to have a great tight end. Um, how much? How much of the like three and five mans and stuff did you I play? Because now, now, I, but I, I think it's interesting because I, I, I recall, remember the draft that draft.com, play draft whatever the hell yep, uh, yep. it was, mm -hmm. the before underdog. <clears throat> I remember um, uh, a friend of the show, CSU Ram Peter Jennings. Yeah, he's great. Gr grinding the three and five man drafts like crazy. You know, this dude was was getting it, getting his money in yep. um, on draft. And same thing. He like was like, I'm taking Kelsey. And then I, I can't remember if it was Wall or Kittle, whoever. He was taking Wall elite. He, he was just crushing the elite tight ends. Right. And he crushed his three mans because he figured that out before everybody else did. Well, now everybody knows that. Yeah. And I wonder if it's not an interesting strategy to find the Goddard of this year where you yeah. get into the three mans. You know the other two guys are going to take Kelsey Andrews, maybe Pitts, yeah. right? They're going to take Kelsey Andrews. If you have a Goddard, or you have last year's Mark Andrews, who you just know they're not going to take. That is such an edge. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could you could sweep three mans for the whole year, almost yeah. based on one thing. Yeah, almost because you just take lie. Josh Allen, you just take Josh Allen like you did, and then you just take Goddard, yep. and you're leveraged off of everyone in every three. I did, I did all Allen Goddard. That's all I did, and just hope that that Goddard would be as good as you know he may be for the rest of the season. Um, cause you can compete then with Kelsey teams. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be, so Mahomes Kelsey versus your Alan Goddard. Um, I took a lot of hate Hurst because I know that, you know, tight ends seem to do well. I mean, they made Uzama a great tight end. Yeah. Um, he was an awesome pick. And what's and the difference? Hurst is better, probably better than you. Hurst is a better athlete. He's a first round <laughs> pick and, uh, he's a beast. He's perfect for Cincinnati. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I don't I don't know what what you're pulling through right now on on yours, and I don't know what I am this week. But um, I can look. I'm advancing 24.67 percent of BBM three teams. Are you in DraftKings too, though? Um, uh, I'm definitely lower on DraftKings. Let's look. <clears throat> Here's my millie. It'll it'll up 17. So just above just above uh, the average okay. on DraftKings. I think it just updated on DraftKings. Okay. Um, so it, it, it won't update on here until, uh, you know, we're probably off the show, but we can, we can, we can look next week. One thing I did in the draft also, um, curious what, what you just do this kind of across everything. Yeah. So that's, it's probably a moot point, but mm -hmm. I just basically went ham on two things in the Millie. A, I drafted almost all of these early. In the five dollar DraftKings Millie, I 100%. saved some of my underdog teams. I saved some of that other stuff for later picks or I later feel like drafts. I was July. I, yeah, I, 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 I know I finished before September. I think it was early August. Right. And like I just that was this was what I committed to over the summer to make sure I got done yep. early. But I went after 
the the Kyler Hollywood stack, and I went after actually what I feel I'm can't believe that this hasn't come up yet. Fields yeah. field stacks with Lions. Okay, that's and that. Well, I did because a ton the of Lions a ton. because Bears Bears Lions in Week 17, right. and it was like you know my my stand was well everybody's out on fields and he runs and he plays the lions in week 17. Please God, just get me a fields team through and let him do what he just did against right. the, if he does what he just did against the dolphins in week 17 and you sneak a fields team through, um, I, sorry, you're feeling pretty good. I want to pulling through it's 47 to 162, which F- 47 162. That's um, pretty good. 47 divided by 162. Should I have math? 30%. That's fine. Pretty good. Yes. Pretty good. Um, I, I don't know if the fields teams are too late to be. Let's look to be valid, but um, he's uh, going to be extremely. He's he's what everyone want, wanted Trey Lance to be. I think a hundred percent. So this is just Best Ball Mania three, where I did not take as big of a stand on Justin Fields, but eleven. I have eleven teams. Not a lot. Not a lot advancing. But to your point, here's a good one: Tell Josh Allen. Josh Allen with with Justin Fields. So Fields helped push my, you know, you said like Josh Allen doesn't even have a monster week. Well, then you, you, you get lucky and get the the ceiling the, Justin Fields correct, week. Correct. Pollard, Miles Sanders somehow took gain well with Miles Sanders. Mostert's been okay. Uh, Zamir White's dust. P. Ryan Hilliard, Dick, but so stack with Diggs and Gabe. Lose Bateman, but you have A.J. I mean, the wide receivers are good. That's insane. Nah. <laughs> tight ends get a little sicky. tight ends a little tight ends a little rough gonna need some gasicky gonna need some gasicky weeks but i mean it's the thing you, you find these teams right like fields golf mariota zero a zero rb fields golf mariota team with i'm trying to see who the tight end is Kel, kelsey and no backup tight end like i don't know you, you get you that team Get that I, I, no no backup tight end so this team right here three seven seven one <laughs> three quarterbacks only one tight end, seven running backs, and it's in for and it's in it's in it's it's in first. <laughs> um, what was the, you know the worst thing to do in best ball is you you draft you draft two quarterbacks on the same bye week and then have nothing left. Are you are you are you are you into the you do you refuse to draft uh, quarterbacks on the same bye week and then follow up question what about tight ends? I I do it as long as I have a third. But there were okay. some where I forgot to draft the quarterback because I was in DraftKings mode, and I thought, oh, I have 20 picks, and then I'm on <laughs> underdog. I'm like, oh, because, you know, week seven was the huge bye week, right? Uh-huh. Yep, um, yep. And now week 10 is a big one. Who else is out this week? You got Burrow out for sure. Uh, I got to I gotta... – Look at this. This is great. Clean got the... UI. We got a, we got the old bye week cheat sheet here. We're on week ten, right? Oh, New England. So here we go: Jets, uh, Patriots, Bengals, Ravens. Wow, this has been a bad stretch for the Andrews teams. Now, when you really think about it, because he's basically missed multiple games, and now gets a bye, yeah. and like you built, like luckily you probably built up a little bit of a lead. Yeah, but man, man I, I need that week eleven for all the Miami Bucks, Jacksonville slaps. That is the kill week eleven. Um, Seattle, how much can how much can Walker do you have? Because Seattle's not, there as not well. I went completely narrative with my Rashad <laughs> Penny. I literally said to myself, I leaned back, I said, Rashad Penny <laughs> is Barry Sanders. <laughs> and and I, and I can, put it on Twitter. <laughs> and 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 Ken Walker might be Barry Sanders is uh is is what we found out, but. Um, uh, I did want to hit Craig. Craig asked uh, some questions, and he had been wait looking forward to this to the show. He yep. says, "Do you think the Eagles really interested in this?" I, I mentioned the Rams earlier, and I want to add on to Craig's question. But do you think the Eagles will rest players in Week 17? And are you worried about that at all? You know, you're mostly just Goddard, but I'm heavy on all the Eagles. So yeah. Uh, I'll let you answer first, but um, I think this is a pretty legit question. Yeah, because what's who? What's the next best record in that division? Uh, Dallas. They're going to have it wrapped up. They're going to have it wrapped pretty up. quick. So strangely, strangely, the Jets are giving Buffalo heat, and so are right. the Dolphins. 
And of course, the Bengals will not stretch any lead by any that game, week 17, the game I need the most, this by happenstance, may matter. The Eagles, that's a very good point. That's a very, very good point. Um, I don't know. I mean, it could be you could be fighting for number one overall seed, home field advantage. Um, so we need the Vikings. You need they, they they need to be fighting for home field, right? And you never know what the Cowboys and I mean the Cowboys and Giants are still six and two. Yeah, that's true. So um, Cowboys, Cowboys need to keep winning. Yeah, and the Vikings get the Bills this week, which sucks. But the Vikings and I, because I, 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 I go do to the think Chiefs, this is like the Chiefs right now. Like they're six and two. The, the Chargers are dusty. That was that be one that they could rest on week seventeen. <laughs> We were all excited. Everybody on the planet was like, oh, my God, Russell Wilson's there now. Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and Derek Carr. And that division is totally dust. Totally it's all, dust. The, the Chargers suck. The Raiders suck. And the Broncos are a fucking disaster. Look at the AFC South. That should be disbanded and reorganized. <laughs> like the Titans are getting into a playoff spot. Like, what the Did, did anybody watch? Yeah, if you watch, I know that they, you know, they take KC to overtime, whatever. But you, there, no one watched that. No one has watched the Titans all year and said, "Yep, that team's a lock for the playoffs." Like they're 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 terrible. Terrible. Just that, that division has three of the worst. What? Uh, two of the worst five teams in football. The Jags are not one of the worst five. I don't think. But Trevor like, Lawrence bust. Can you say it? Yes. God damn it! I, I have, I have, tr- I have Trevor. Here, we're going to pull this up also now, too. I, so I drafted two. I, I was going to uh, also ask, um, while I'm pulling this up, about... Andy Dalton. About... <laughs> so my my wife does not like Trevor Lawrence, okay. but it's because I assume you've you've seen Shrek. She calls him Lord Farquaad. Oh, yeah, you're totally right. You're totally he, he, do, he, looks like, he looks like Lord, Lord Farquaad. So um, I, I drafted two... Um, teams into the 555 on on DraftKings, and actually, yeah. I'm not sure if they're going to pull up on here. Um, but I have Cooper Cup on both of them. Yeah, both are adva- both are advancing. They're yeah. they're both I'm pretty good teams. Yeah. But I have Cooper Cup on both of them. Yeah. And one is an Eagles onslaught. <laughs> right. Goddard, Goddard, Hurts, AJ Brown, Miles Sanders, Cooper Cup, smash team. I, I am, but yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Are you con- are you concerned also about the Rams realizing later in this season that they suck <laughs> and it's over when they maybe get eliminated from the playoffs? Uh, like, are are them the Eagles? Any of these teams, like maybe that you went heavy on or just that you have exposure to? Are like, are you concerned about any of these? Because I'm starting to get the, the, when the Rams don't improve. We, we just keep seeing – they get worse and worse every single week. Yeah, but week. it seems like when the Rams, even though Stafford is horrendous, Cup had a 30-point game last week. <laughs> nothing. He has Cut one 75-yard touchdown. No one Cut can his... cover him. He's just a great – if he had a – if they had a better offensive line or more weapons, I mean, they don't have any running backs. They've got nothing. He's everything. He runs the ball. Um, so I was looking at my 5-5-5, and I'm beating Cal. Uh, I'm I'm first in it, and I've got Cup and Burrow, Kenyon Drake, obviously. Oh my! Like, oh my god! <laughs> uh, but I'm back with the Rams, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> god, is this a thing that, that? that Jake Jake Turtle says John Stamos knew the Vikings can win this? Did John Stamos like come out and bet on the Vikings or something? Then oh. I did not know this. He must have. Did you see Adam Schefter imitating what Kirk Cousins did on the plane? That was kind of funny. No, I mean I saw what Kirk Cousins did. Schefter imitated it. Yeah, on the field, it just felt. I felt like is he always attention seeking? Like just let Cousins have that moment. (laughs) Yes, Schefter is attention seeking. That his career is made off of seeking attention. I mean, he's good at his job, blah blah blah. But like, all the dude does is get in the pockets of all these guys. And uh, there you go. You know, yeah. Um, this is funny. The Vadim says uh, his girlfriend thinks Trevor Lawrence looks like Prince Charming. Uh, yeah, from 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 Shrek Two. Vadim should watch out for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. But I do think this is GA kind of brings up what we were talking about with the Eagles and the Rams. And I think what that we'd spend months thinking about all this shit, who to draft, who not to draft, all the narratives, yeah. all the all this. I think what's going to make or break this season is this. The Eagles do or do not. Like if the Eagles have it locked up, yeah, they, they might go undefeated. I don't know if you've seen their schedule. It's a yeah. fucking joke. They they, yeah. they might go undefeated, and it might they might have the bye locked up by week fifteen. Yeah, and then we're gonna yep. get to the best yep. ball playoffs, and they're a and and they're a smash, but they might rest guys, you know. Right. And, and I'm not saying in week fifteen, but week seventeen, it's possible. It's possible. Um, I still think that I don't think the Giants are gonna chase anymore. I think I think I think you know they've they spend a lot of their equity. Uh, Dallas still could. Vikings could give them hell only because, well, Chicago's coming on a little bit, but Detroit, God Packers. love them, can't win. And no. the Packers are absolutely, the poor Packer drafters <laughs> are, are just absolutely dead. Um, I think that the other consideration, <laughs> though, is the is surprisingly the Chiefs. The Chiefs could be the number one seed because, you know, Buffalo, you know, they've been not exposed, but they're not invincible like the Eagles. No. And no. Kansas City seems invincible. Um, and I think that, you know, Chiefs, I'm, this is, by the way, this is your single real-time confirmation bias for me. <laughs> this is what I want to happen. Yeah. Oh, here's what's going to happen in week 17. <laughs> 80 to 60 for the Bills. <laughs> and no, the Eagles don't rest. The Eagles rest everyone except Dallas Goddard. They rest everyone. <laughs> except Dallas Goddard. And Kenyon Drake has four touchdowns. <laughs> uh, that is good. Um, breathing fantasy football, literally. That's a that's an awesome awesome name. Saw me finish last in the drafters two QB uh, draft last week. Uh, you were on some of the same guys as me, but dang, yeah, I drafted two teams into the drafters two QB, and neither of them went well. No Joe Mixon, no Devonte Adams. No, it was it was hideous. So yes. It was a tough scene uh, in the, uh, the the weekly drafts. NFL me. Classic, if you max, it's been so hard and devastating because you're dead, literally. In the this first week, this week was the worst. This this week was the worst. I didn't play Joe Mix. You know, so I don't I don't one fifty. No Joe Mixon. I don't one fifty. I was in on the uh, you and I talked very quickly on on Sunday morning on the the. Jaguars and Raiders game. I didn't yeah. end up playing Devontae, but I was in on him, so I wasn't too upset when he was going ham. Uh, but Joe Mixon, honestly, I get why people played him, but he wasn't. I wasn't going to play him. And so when when he has he had three touchdowns in the first, he had a hundred yards and three touchdowns in the first quarter. It's like you know, it's over. I started looking at the afternoon slate. Those that's miserable. That's when you that's when you start looking at best ball teams, but I also only have like two Joe Mixon best ball teams, so it's not very fun to look at those either. Um this week was this week was definitely, definitely painful. I don't think I have any Joe Mixon best ball teams. Um because I, I'm just so jaded by living seventy five miles from Paul Brown Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> who is who is a guy? whether you drafted a lot or not that you're like really excited for here down the stretch. Like if you, if you go to a team and you got that guy on it, yeah. Nick, he doesn't have to be a smash. Maybe prefer if he's not a smash. Hardman Hardman. See mine was, it's interesting because mine were last week when, when we did, when I did the show solo was Tony. Fino, but no, <laughs> God damn it! With the your fucking golf brain, no Kadarius Tony on the same team as McCall Hardman. What do you feel about Tony? Uh, with your, you know, you got heavy Hardman. Do you think Tony can steal away from him, or do you think Tony's going to steal away from MVS and uh, Juju? Um, I'm just thinking about Rainmakers now because I had four legendary Kadarius Tonys and I couldn't do anything with them. Uh, but now I should have. I'm not going to sold your brain. Your brain is broken. From <laughs> My brain is broken. I stare at those Kadarius Tony. I'm loaded them for like a Whopper meal, and now I can probably, so probably have thousand bucks or something for it. Uh, I have no yeah. Kadarius Tony, so I hope that uh, Kansas City wraps this up week fifteen. 
<laughs> this all go, this all goes back to your your yeah. prediction that is definitely not me. confirmation bias. Yeah, my Twitter account real time. <laughs> so I have twelve Canarius Stoney teams. We kind of went through this a little bit last week, but I, he is the wide receiver like that has literally been the most stone dust. That I think if you have him on a team that's within striking distance, you're like excited for. Like you get to the playoffs if he, you know, maybe it's not, maybe it'll be absolutely nothing. And he's just kind of the fourth guy, whatever. Sky Moore, however, is definitely stone dust after trading for for Tony and with Hardman playing pretty well and with Juju playing better. Did people think think he was going to be good? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he went the the eighth round on, on underdog. I mean, I have MVS. Like MVS was my stand. I, I was MVS over Sky, and that hasn't particularly worked, so I can't really talk. But uh, yeah, people love Sky. Olave, there was one that people were saying a lot of, and I didn't take. Um, yeah, yeah. What about the rookies? Were you any, were, were you into that. many of the rookies? Pickens. No, that, that's none of them. Not, that was that was always my because I don't follow college football either, right? So. I can't take these massive stands on these players. Plus, I mean, like, how many of these rookies come out and smash oh, a lot? Um, <laughs> well, it, this year's been interesting because London came out smashing. Yep. Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson, kind of, you know, he's he's still been good. Yeah. But he he really smashed for a short period, and then yep. he's like, now you're like, yeah, it's still Zach Wilson. Like, if I don't have Garrett Wilson, do I really care? That's um, yeah. Pickens, same thing. Like if I, I would be happy with late round Pickens, but if I don't have them, do you really care? That's yep. kind of how I feel about most of the rookies. Yep, yep. That's where I was. I think a lot of some people had Dobbs, uh, Green Bay. Yeah, and, track. and um, now he's now he's hurt, high ankle sprain. So he's high ankle sprain. Be, yeah. So uh, you, you weren't drafting the Packers though, right? You said. So no 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 Alan Lazard. I took, I, took about, I took a lot of Alan Lazard because he, he I was like he's probably going to get most of the targets and he get him late. I hate you. And it's now now it's going now it's about he's going to smash. He had a good yeah, week this week and now he's going to smash. And I was I was not taking. A, Let me see what uh, I got Lazard. Well, maybe I'm wrong. No no Samari Torre. Uh, I'm just going to call you literally literally no no Samari Torre. No Samari. Uh, but I respect it. A ton of second. A, yeah. Tunyon, take any Tunyon. I took a decent, a little bit of Tunyon. I did take a decent amount, but the oh, here's thing. Here's, here's a good one. How much hop? How much Hopkins you got? Any? None. If I have any and, Hopkins, I was asleep. Yep, one percent. And, and and yes, Johnny. I know uh, uh, Wiley and I are on the same page. I wasn't taking Hopkins. And I'm curious if you would, if you in the future would change that, or if it was just a, a Hopkins take because. My general take was he wasn't even that good last year. He's getting older. I don't like. I understand the thesis of okay, if I get him, right. if I get I him through Arizona a lot, I just didn't love them a lot. I just knew I I could get Hollywood. You know, not that different of a price. He was more expensive, but not that different. And I can get all I can get all you know sixteen regular season games from Hollywood. Obviously, that hasn't worked, but I can just get that guy who can actually create big plays instead of taking the guy who's guaranteed to be out for six weeks also yep. has gotten hurt every year. Yep. I, I just, I just went that route. And um, I think it's, I, I do think it's fair if somebody said, well, I wanted to take a lot of Hopkins because if I get him, you know, if what's playing out now happens and I get him through, that's pretty good. But I, I didn't take much Hopkins, but to, to your point, Johnny, I would, I would definitely be excited. Like, I would absolutely be excited if I have decent teams with Hopkins that are healthy. Oh my god! Excited. Totally excited. Yeah, he's he's a twenty-seven to thirty-five er. Yeah, a hundred percent. This is a good point by by Silas. This is kind of how I feel. Is like when he was going when we knew you know you're missing six weeks. That's a lot of the fucking season. Yep. And pick seventy is like. Is like like Jalen Hurts was going close to there for most for most of the the year, you know. Goddard, you, to you, to your point of your boy went after this, and it was like God. I just am guaranteeing a miss six weeks at pick seventy. That feels that feels a bit tough. Yes. Anybody else you're excited for? Off the top. Of your head? Um, who am I? I'm gonna look at my exposure here. Um, 
I thought I'd be excited for Van Jefferson to come back, but that's not going to be. <laughs> that's not going well. That's not going. Well. He's back yeah. at least. Could be worse. He's healthy right. now. Um, took a lot of Gallup. Um, oh, he's a good one. Are are you are you excited? Not excited or indifferent? I have one BBM team with Michael Gallup. It's in fourth, so that's not bad. Uh, I took Tony Pollard a lot. I think I'm I'm okay as an accessory pick or or an ancillary sort of like piece of my team. I took a lot of Kittle. Um, again, he was injured, right? So you had to sacrifice a couple of weeks and then say maybe you can get him uh, for the rest. But yeah, I mean, my exposure is so much the same. Like I've named every player on my team is <laughs> Buffalo stack, Cincinnati stack, elements of 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 the Rams and Goddard and McCall Hardman. This is pretty interesting. I haven't looked at uh, my Kittle teams. I only have nine, so not not a lot. But four advancing <clears throat> out of the nine, I would certainly not have expected that, especially look, look at this. Uh, Trey Lance is on three of them. Nice. Javante Williams is on one of them. Nice. Rashad, Rashad Penny is on, two, <laughs> is on two of them. He's good. So like literally, I have all the landmines on these Kittle teams, nope. but they're adva- but they're these are advancing. Foremans, two Foremans, Foreman, Ramondre, Saquon, CMC. That's kind of interesting. CMC, CMC, Saquon. That that feels pretty good. I mean, it only has Lord Farquaad on it at quarterback, but still. Um, trying to see if there's anything else notable. Super quickly. Alberto, God, did you draft any Alberto? What was your Broncos stance? Nothing. I took the only only took Javante Williams, but other than that, I didn't take Judy's. I didn't take the uh, Hamler for you, Sutton's. I I just Russell Wilson is never just never. I didn't I didn't think it would go go great. Um, well, you were right. Yeah, that, and that's the understatement of the year. You didn't think it would go great, sir. It is going. It is no, not great. <laughs> it is. It is. It is not. It is not going. Not going yeah. great. This is funny. I see you, Rojo and Craig. This is um, our draft IQ tool on 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 on, on, on Spike Week. Um, if you just go to, uh, there's a link in the description, SpikeWeek.com/slash/go-premium, and uh, you can get access to uh, this draft IQ tool. Which, uh, honestly, I I am clearly biased because uh, we built it, but like changed my best ball life and like when especially if you play dfs uh like the two of us do you, you didn't play joe mixon on sunday it's nice to be able to go and like well 45 minutes let's close the old uh DraftKings windows and uh, let's start looking at some of these teams and see you know how my how my best ball sunday is uh is going so um been about an hour been about an hour for our our our, our first uh tag team show here anything that we've discussed to kind of like uh leave out on like what are you leading into week 10 other than you know you kind of mentioned your your highest exposure players or whatever but is there anything like that's a theme that you feel like through nine weeks that you're like this is the thing i can't get my mind off of from a best ball perspective uh running back injuries for me oh yeah that's a good one um no I've su- I'm surprised that I'm surprised that Allen has had a couple of not Allen-esque weeks, and I mean for you Buffalo stackers, we need to have a huge game, and I think he will if he's injured. Yeah. As someone texts me, just to yeah, what to- about the injury? Are you concerned? Like, are you? I'm absolutely toast. Absolutely finished. Finished. You think Mac Jones could pull me through? <laughs> No. Yeah, the thesis the thesis for Mac Jones was not to be the savior uh, in Week 17 for two million. That's for sure. Yeah. Right, but if he just sort of like checks down to Ramondre Stevenson for the rest of the year, then maybe that'll be okay. I got through the bye week. Get yeah. through your yeah. major bye week, so we're through. So I don't need to do anything except Josh Allen not getting hurt. Um, and it's surprising that the Jets are six and two. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, this is the week for it with these bye weeks. Yeah, definitely getting through the bye weeks. That's why people are always, you know, and I get it. We all like to look at our advance rates. It makes us feel either good or bad, uh, depending upon how you drafted. But during the bye weeks, man, 
shit can change so fast. You already get injuries. You, you, most of your teams already have injuries, and then you get guys going on by. It's just you can you can have weeks where you score like fifty or sixty, or you can have weeks where your opponents score fifty or sixty, and you score one seventy five because you have Joe Mixon and Devontae Adams and Dallas Goddard. Like it's it's the swings at this time of the year are absolutely insane, and so you know not worrying too much about your advance rate or specific teams. I think it's the thing. The thing that I'm monitoring is a lot of these teams that have critical players and how they perform, like win-loss, because of what we talked about. If the Eagles are undefeated, you know, by week 15, which I think they might be, like we, I think we need the Cowboys to knock them off. I think we need we need to, to to feel really good about your Eagles Week 17 shares. I think you need somebody to knock them off, preferably the Cowboys, so that they have a sweat in the division leading into to late season. And I would be worried. I am personally worried about Rams, Packers, Bucks, these these teams that are severely severely underperforming. And the Bucks are lucky because the division is really bad, and so they're probably still gonna you know need to play their guys later yes but man like the rams a cup cup could be a disaster by week 17 maybe maybe they're still just playing and letting him play he wants to play that's what we'll hope for but i I, that's like where that that's a big thing that keeps hanging over my head is like we're gonna get to the fantasy playoffs and some of my teams are gonna be fucked because you know the rams suck so bad (laughs) i think cam Akers is the one of the biggest busts of best ball um, of like a long time, maybe. Of like a long time. Like Taylor. Allen Rob- argue- he's the Allen Robinson. Let's yeah. call him he- the Allen Robinson. Well, I figured that he wasn't going to be great because I thought Van Jefferson was Of last year. Good. Of last year. Remember yeah. Allen Robinson at the 2 3 turn last year and what he did as like, he was like the wide receiver 70 or something like that. Was <laughs> and people took him. So he's just like, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> That's how I could argue Taylor's like, oh, he's injured. He's not terrible. And he also doesn't have a quarterback anymore. The Cam Akers, I mean, what is he, he's just – how did he become bad? He's awful. Right? He's useless. And he doesn't even want to play for the team, but nobody wants to trade for him, so he came right. back this week, and it's like – it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. Are we good? We're good. We're going to get out of here, guys. Thank you for thank you for hanging out with us. We yeah. will uh, be back um, every Tuesday, chatting it up, talking best ball. If you guys have teams uh, for next week, if you guys have teams you want to drop in, you want us to sh- last week we pulled up the guy who was in fourth in Best Ball Mania right now. He has the fourth highest scoring team in BBM was in the chat sharing his team. He's still in fourth this week. If you want to bring, you can also bring your shitty teams. I showed you some of, some of my awful teams. Um, if you, if you want to share any form of team, this will be your let it out, the good and the bad. This can be your, uh, your platform to, to do that. Absolutely. Um, So we'll see you guys uh, next week and uh, have a good uh, week 10. Thanks, man.